y'all again for coming out tonight. I appreciate David mentioning uh, in his prayer our young folks, and we do appreciate them and, uh, and the, the adults who do so much with them, their parents and their class teachers, all the people that, that work with them, and I, everything that they do. I, I, I doubt seriously if there is a, is a group of, of young people at any congregation around here that, that is together more and does more things together than the group that we have right here. And we are very proud of them, proud of the effort that they made today to gather up. I, I, don't, I, I could not believe how many supplies that there were. And that is a credit to the congregation because you brought those things. But they just barely were able to haul them all up there. I think there was so many things. But they gave their whole afternoon uh, to that effort. And we do, we do appreciate them. And thanks to everybody who was involved in that. Let me mention one more thing before I actually start uh, the lesson. This morning uh, we mentioned the safety training that we're, that we're planning here. And we don't have a date set yet. We're working with Stacy Prater to try to figure out a time when we can do this. But it will involve uh, CPR training, which also in includes the, uh, the AED machine that we have just inside the wall here. And also the, uh, the thing they call the Stop the Bleed in case, heaven forbid, there ever is something terrible that happens here, we'll kind of know how to wrap somebody up and, uh, and slow the blood flow. You, you'd hate to even think of any such thing as that, but I actually saw some of this uh, on the news one night, and it was Stacy, who is a Bledsoe County boy, who was uh, actually doing it with one of the uh, great big churches over in the Chattanooga area somewhere. And so uh, we were trying to work that out for some training right here. And so we don't know the date for that yet, but uh, we'll, be, we'll be letting you know more about it. And if you're interested in that training, uh, just have it, have it in mind, and hopefully it will be at a time when you can, uh, when you can come and, and be part of it. Tonight, <clears throat> I want to talk about something that has just come up uh, uh, as of late, and some folks have been talking to me about it. I, I actually discussed this, it's probably been two years ago now, and I, I did that on Sunday night as well, but uh, since it's come back up and uh, uh, a few folks have been asking me questions about this and even suggesting that perhaps I do this, I want to talk again about how to dress for worship. You may be surprised to find out that dressing up for church is something that in, in years past this wasn't done. I'm talking about in centuries ago, people didn't do that. Uh, perhaps the main reason was because only the wealthy had really nice clothes anyway. And so folks just basically wore whatever they had to church. And then in the 17 and 1800s, as the Industrial Revolution uh, in Europe and, and over in North America began to take hold and more and more people had jobs and people perhaps had a little bit more money. Uh, the idea of, uh, of dressing up for church became a little more uh, a common, a little more the, the accepted way. Alexander Campbell used to say that he thought people should just dress plainly for church because uh, a Christian, a saint should not try to make a show of themselves or uh, put themselves on display. And so he suggested that folks just dress normally 
for church. And so this is a, this idea of, a, of kind of dressing up, as we say, is a relatively new practice as far as the church is concerned. When I was, when I was young, and I know Terry Don can remember this, we grew up at the same time right here in this community, very common for a lot of the older men at least, they wore overalls to church. A lot of the older men did. They had, they had their work overalls. They wore overalls all the time. They had the ones that they worked in that perhaps were wore a little bit. And then they had their, uh, we called them their Sunday go to meeting uh, overalls. They, they were new. They, were, they, they were, looked good and they usually wore a starched white shirt with them. And, and for them, you know, that was their best. That was dressing up for their, for their Sunday best. And, and even... When Terry Don and I were very young men, men, I'm talking about back in the 60s maybe, a lot of, there were a lot of congregations right here in this valley from Marion County all the way up through Sequatchie and Bledsoe and out on the surrounding mountains. A lot of small congregations that didn't have a regular preacher. Bethel was one of them. In fact, even when, when I was in my early teens, we had like three or four men who kind of uh, took turns coming around and, uh, and preaching for us. In fact, uh, uh, one of the ways that uh, T.A. Smith got started is that there were times when Bethel didn't have a preacher, and so some of the older men would say, hey, you can read good, you get up there. And so that's, that's kind of how it, how it all started. And so in those days... There was many congregations did not have a regular preacher. And, and when that was the case and there wasn't a preacher there, one of the men would get up before the congregation. He would read uh, some out of the Bible and then offer the Lord's invitation. Now, obviously, that man, he was, he was dressed neatly and in, in nice clothing, but he didn't have on a suit. He didn't have on a tie. And, and that, was, that was more common... Uh, than you might than you might think, and so t- tonight, I-, I really want to make three points, three points for us to consider when we are getting dressed for church. The first one is think about what might be appropriate. Now, appropriate is is what is right for the situation that you are in. Where where are you, and what are you doing? Uh, that that's appropriate. Something that is okay for some situations, might not be okay for others. If, if a family has lost a loved one, we're going to pay our respects. You know, we, we just always dress up in our best, don't we? That's what we do. And that would be the appropriate thing. That's what we should do. If we were invited to Nashville to, to visit Governor Lee at the, at the governor's, governor's mansion... I doubt that we would wear shorts and a t-shirt. That really wouldn't be appropriate, would it? And we would know uh, that it wouldn't. And so, talking about being appropriate and what is right for the situation. And so, when you're getting ready for church, think about what is appropriate. And, And I believe that we can get a little too casual. When we do that, it implies, it gives the impression that this is not very important to us. 
You know, if, if we're dressed at church the same way we would be dressed to go out and work in the yard, it, it gives the impression that it's just not very important to us. And so we, we can get a little bit too casual uh, sometimes. And I hope that won't happen uh, to us. Second, some ways that, that maybe we can determine what is appropriate. Read with me from Romans chapter 14. Now the issue here that Paul is addressing in this particular chapter is the eating of, of food that was offered to idols. That, that was a big issue in the first century. Uh, sometimes the Christians were, were taking part uh, in the meals that uh, supposedly at least had been offered to idols, but obviously those idols were not consuming that, consuming that food. And so the folks would sit down and eat it. And so they would be in, uh, a friend would invite a Christian to come and eat with us. And, and knowing that that idol was nothing, and it wasn't, sometimes those Christians would go down and eat it. That was offending some people. Hey, they're taking part in, in worshiping that, that idol. And, and so it was causing problems uh, for the church there in Rome. And here's what Paul says about it. Verse uh, 13. Therefore, let us not judge one, any, one another anymore, but rather resolve this, not to put a stumbling block or a cause to fall in your brother's way. I know and am convinced by the Lord Jesus that there, there is nothing unclean of itself. That, that food was just food. But to him who considers anything to be unclean, to him it is unclean. And so some of those folks did not think they needed to be doing this. And so down in verse 19, this is what he says. Let us pursue the things that make for peace and the things by which we may edify another. Do not destroy the work of God for the sake of food. All things indeed are pure, but if it is but it is evil for the man who eats with offense. It is good neither to eat meat nor drink wine nor do anything by which your brother stumbles or is offended or is made weak. Even when we are getting dressed for church, let us consider how our brothers and sisters might feel. To offend someone needlessly is a sin, my friends. And, and more than that, it just don't make any sense. It, it gives the impression that we just don't care. Uh, we're, we're not worried about our brothers and our sisters. We don't care how they feel about it and, and what their f opinion is. doesn't matter. We're not worried about their feelings. We're going to do what we want to. It gives that impression. We cannot have that spirit and that attitude and, and be a good Christian, a follower of Jesus Christ. Consider how your brothers and sisters might feel. When I came back here to Bethel to preach in the mid-90s, uh, in those days I, I, always, I always wore a suit all the time whenever I was here except for Wednesday night Bible study. On Sundays I always had on a suit and, and there was a lady who came to me after a few weeks and she, she kind of whispered in my ear and she said, I just wanted to let you know that on, on Sunday night, if you don't want to wear a suit, you don't have to. 
I kind of took that to mean, I, I thanked her for, for that little piece of information, but I kind of took that to mean that on Sunday morning she expected me to be in suit. And, and so a, a preacher doesn't have to wear a suit. I know there's a congregation, I'm going to call it by name. I, I watch a lot of the uh, uh, sermons on uh, Clear Creek's website. I watch a lot of their, uh, a lot of their uh, services, and I know their preacher doesn't wear a suit. And the preacher before, Joey Davis, he didn't either. And so uh, their preacher did not, did not wear a suit. I know Clear Creek's probably a little more casual than, than we are, looking, watching uh, their, their services. I believe they're a bit more casual than we are. But, but I, can remember, I can remember something that Bill Greer said to me a long, long time ago. I always, when I was a younger man and watching men like Bill and Paul Cagle and, and James Watkins and even Randall Stanifer, I was hoping Randall would, there he is. Randall Stanifer preached for a long time right up the road here at College Grove. When I went to hear those men preach, they had on a tie. They, they had on a tie. And Bill said to me one time directly, he said, when I'm in the pulpit, I got a tie on. And those things still resonate with me. And so perhaps T.A. is a little bit old school. No, he's not a little bit old school. He's a, he's a lot old school. I, I, admit, I admit that I am. But that's, that's just me. I, I prefer to have a tie on and many times a suit, as you know, when I'm in, when I'm in the pulpit. And on Sunday night, uh, I like to have on a, a shirt and a tie if it's cool. It's cold weather, uh, you know. On Sunday night, I like to pull a sweater over my shirt and tie. That, that's just me. That, that's what I like to wear. I, I wanted to tell you something that, uh, that Andy Lowe uh, said. Andy's not here, so I can talk about him. Don't anybody, don't anybody tell him that I was talking about him while he wasn't here. I think this was just last summer. It was Sunday night, and uh, it was, it, the weather was hot. And when I came for Sunday night service, that particular night, I just had on a short sleeve pullover shirt uh, for, for the service. And after the service was over, uh, we had service. I preached afterward. Andy shook hands with me and he said, Did you decide to dress down tonight? I, I took it that Andy really thought I probably should have had a tie on. <laughs> I, felt like, I felt like that's what he thought. And so, so why, uh, my point is, why offend our brothers and sisters needlessly? There, there's, no, there's no need for it. Now, now some congregations encourage casual dress. Gym shorts and, and a tank top is, is fine. But I can tell you, here at our congregation, I believe you would offend your brothers and sisters with that kind of, of casual, uh, casual dress. And, and why, why would we do that? And I hope that we just don't get that, that casual <laughs> here at, at Bethel. And, and let me mention this aspect of it as well. What would have been offensive a couple of generations ago would not be now. Uh, times change and customs change. Uh, a couple of generations ago, if a lady would have came to church 
in a pair of pants, it would have been there would have been a scandal. Uh, that it just wasn't done. Even when I was a kid, it wasn't done. If if a lady would have come to church in a dress right at her knees, oh man, they they probably would have asked her to leave. That would have been unthinkable just a couple of generations ago. But 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 not so now. Not so now. Uh, styles change. And, and customs certainly change. But, but let us think about, let us think about what is appropriate and what won't upset our brothers and sisters. Yes, when we are getting dressed for church, let us think about those things. Now look with me at 1 Timothy chapter 2. This is my third and final point. In 1 Timothy chapter 2 and in verse 9, this is Paul writing. He says, In like manner also, that the women adorn themselves in modest apparel, with propriety and moderation. That, that means appropriate. With propriety and moderation. What, what's, what's appropriate here? Not with braided hair or gold or pearls or costly clothing. And Paul is not condemning fixing yourself up, ladies. He's just saying, he's just saying, don't make a show of yourself. But which is proper for women professing godliness with good works. Proper for women professing godliness. Paul tells us to dress modestly and properly. And ladies, in fairness... I know that gets harder all the time. I know that it does because uh, styles have changed so much. It's, it's harder now for the ladies to, to dress modestly. I'm constantly after my, my wife to, to buy some new dresses. She actually needs them. My wife needs to get some new dresses. But she's always reluctant. I've heard it so many times I've got it memorized. Too short, too low, too tight. I hear it all the time. I appreciate my wife for wanting to dress, dress modestly and it's just about all she can find. And, and I understand that it's hard for the ladies to, to find modest apparel now. And I know that our, our young ladies, I know, I know you want to dress in style. I, I know you do. I, I, I understand that. I, I truly do. I, I understand that you want to dress in, in the modern styles. But, but ladies, you can really help the guys out if you will dress modestly. You can really help the guys out. And, and young ladies especially, let me appeal to you to consider, consider these things when you are getting dressed for church. One more thing. Guys, we need to think about this too. I hope I'm not going to embarrass you when I do what I'm about to do. But let me ask you this question, guys. The way men's pants are cut now, when you have to bend down or get down on your knees, men, do you do this first? Well, I do. I do. To hold your pants up. Let's face it. We need to hold our pants up because they just cut men's pants now in such a way that they're just a little too low, aren't they, guys? And so when you bend down, you've got to grab your belt. It shouldn't be that way. But we need, 
even us men. We need to consider these things. Modesty. And, and what, is, what is appropriate, even for us men? And I know some of you young guys, I see some of these guys right down here, they're strong, they're young, and, and, and they're strong, and, and they've got muscles, and, and they want to show those things off. I started to say I understand that, but I never did really have too many muscles to show off. But I understand these guys. Uh, two football players right there. I know they want to show they want to show off those muscles. And I understand that, guys. But those tight-fitting t-shirts, tank tops at church, eh, well, maybe that that might not be appropriate. So so just ask yourself. I'll close with this. Ask yourself what is proper and appropriate. That's what Paul just said. What is proper and appropriate. And you might add, young people, will it offend some of your older brothers and sisters? Ask yourself those questions. Tonight as we offer the Lord's invitation, it could be that there's someone in the audience who has never obeyed the gospel. You've never become a Christian. If that is... The case with you. We would love to help you become a Christian this very night. If you're willing to repent of your sins, to confess your faith in Jesus Christ as the Son of God, to be immersed in the waters of baptism for the remission of your sins, we will help you do that tonight if you have made that decision. Perhaps you have been a Christian but have fallen away. Give up those things that caused you to stray. Ask for the prayers of the faithful and be restored while we stand and sing.